Welcome to Beyond the Body, a podcast for women who aren't afraid to dive deep into who they are, embrace discomfort, and level up their mind, body, and life. I'm your host, Christina Slater. If you've ever struggled with body image, self-worth, or knowing how to take your fitness to the next level, you have come to the right place. We go deeper than just the latest fad diet or trending workout to provide you with the mindset tools to transform your body, upgrade your mind, and reclaim your life. Let's get into it. Welcome back to Beyond the Body. I'm your host, Christina Slater. And today we are joined again by our head coach at Cut and Conquer, Brittany Burgess. Hello, hello. What's going on? So today we are going to be talking about why you might be putting in the work, but not seeing results. Because this is something we see a lot and it does break our hearts to see people going to the gym, trying to follow a plan, but they're still not sculpting the physique that they are going for. So we're going to be sharing with you guys some of the top mistakes that we see that are ultimately the reason why you might not be seeing results. So number one, and this one might seem really, really straightforward, but unfortunately, it's probably the most common. And that is not following a properly periodized plan that aligns with your goals. And if when you heard that, if you even had a slight question in your mind as to if your workout plan was periodized in a way that aligns with your goals, it probably does not. (laughs) So (laughs) going to the gym is fantastic. Moving your body is fantastic. And doing something is always better than doing nothing. But you cannot expect to get those amazing results, those elite results, those next level results that you were really looking for. If you are just winging your workouts, if you're just going to the gym and just winging it, if you're doing the same exercises every day, doing the same tempo every day in your exercises, using the same machines, you're staying stuck in that same place. And we need to make changes and push yourself outside of that comfort zone. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And another one that is really common is if you're doing the same workouts, the same exercises every single day, that's not necessarily a good thing. Again, like we love the sticking to some of the basics. And typically, Brittany, you can weigh in here as well. Like For our clients, we'll typically keep them on the same workout plan for about four to six weeks. But in my opinion, if you're keeping the same plan for more than six weeks, it's time to to make a change. Yeah, definitely. I totally agree. And like, I don't know about you, but I know like when I first started my fitness journey, that's what I was doing. (laughs) I was doing the same shit over and over and over again. Like, of course, like when you start, like going to the gym is fabulous. Moving your body, like you said, is so, so great. But you know, when we want to see progress, we want to see that fat loss. When we want to see the muscle gain, if you keep doing the same stuff over and over and over again, you know, for over that six week mark, then unfortunately you're going to hit that plateau. And then that's where you hang out (laughs) and you won't see absolutely any progress. And then it gets frustrating and you get, you're like, what the heck is going on? Right. And then you almost feel like, why am I even doing this? And then your progress halts. And then, you know, it's just like a cycle. (laughs) Absolutely. And I used to do that exact same thing when I very first started was I'd go to the gym and I would do the same exercises. Like sometimes I would maybe switch up the order, but I'd be like, okay, I'm training my biceps. I'll do bicep curls. Yeah. (laughs) I was like the only exercise I did for my biceps, right? (laughs) Yeah, no, that's exactly what it was. It was the same stuff over and over. And like, 
like you said too, it's like something that's so common, like it, and it's like totally normal. Like, you know, people start their fitness journeys and it's like, it's overwhelming when you don't have, you know, a coach or a program that's fit for you. And then of course, like you're, you're going to be, you know, lost and you're going to get to that point where you do hit that plateau, your progress halts. And then you're like, what the heck do I do now? What am I doing? (laughs) Absolutely. And most of our clients, anyways, when they join, they do have specific areas that they are looking to build or change. It could be even as simple as like working on growing or building out like your your side glute, the side of your glute, as opposed to yeah. the top or the bottom. And there are very simple but important changes that you can do to exercises to target your body and your muscle groups differently. Like for example, today I was actually training one of my clients, which I don't do a ton of one-on-one anymore, but on occasion. And we were just discussing, it was actually her and her sister and myself, and we were just discussing hip thrusts and variations. And I was just dropping little tidbits of knowledge, but like something as simple as having more or less of your back on the bench when you're doing a hip thrust is going to change whether you're hitting your more upper glute versus more lower glute, right? Yep, for sure. And that like really goes with any movement, right? Anything that you're working on. That's why it's so beneficial to have a professional, a coach to help you, you know, move forward in your fitness journey. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we don't even see it on ourselves, you know, yeah. there be certain small muscle groups that we don't even know that we're not building, but we're yeah. that, but our body's being held back and we're having like a, one of those lagging muscle groups, but it could be uh. because of a weakness in a other muscle that you're just missing because you don't know how to hit it. Yeah. And you might not even know that. Yeah. Yeah. Again, to summarize, like if you are doing random things, you're not following a periodized plan, you are following the same random workout every single day, you are going to get those random uncontrolled results. And that's typically not great results. You might feel a little better. You might have a little more energy. You might get a little bit of muscle definition. But if you really want to take it to the next level, you have to follow a, a structured plan that aligns with what you're looking to achieve. And this kind of goes into that too. You made a comment there just about, um, you know, you're starting your fitness journey and there's so many like Instagram influencers that post their workouts and the swipe workouts and all that shit. Like, that's great. That's fabulous. But like, if you're doing random friggin' workouts, like all the time, just picking these random workouts that, you know, you follow someone on Instagram that they're doing, you know, that's built for them and their, you know, lifestyle, their fitness journey. Well, you're doing all these like random workouts. Unfortunately, like you're not going to see that progress, right? Like, again, it's great to work out. It's great to get your body moving. But when you're following just random people's like workout plans on Instagram and like changing it up all the time, you're not going to see any progress. This, you know, your program has to be built for you and your goals and like your body and your specific needs. Mm-hmm. I agree so much. I'm like super passionate about that, actually, especially because like me and Brittany are social media influencers. So we are in that world. We are those people posting on social media, but it's so yes. important to be educated about what you're actually doing. We, yeah. I did, Brittany, I'm not sure if you recall this one, but I did a live stream in our client group several months ago now. It was kind of on genetics, but we actually ended up going way off track and talking about like fitness influencers and how you might see a girl with like a nice round butt and you might want that nice round butt, but you do not have the same body structure as her. And you don't actually know, even if she's doing a glute kickback and it looks like her booty is popping and working, you don't actually know if that's the exercise that she used to get <laughs> yeah. the physique that she has. And even if she's doing it correctly, for her body, her body is not your body, right? Yeah. So 
it can be very misleading whether that person means to mislead you or not. You might pick out five exercises because you, this girl has the body that you want yeah. and start implementing those. But those might actually take you very far from the goal you're actually getting to based on the imbalances that you have, whether or not you have imbalances, the structure of your body, like so, so, so many things, right? Yeah, I totally agree. That's fantastic. All right, let's head on to our second mistake slash reason why you might not be seeing results. Brittany, this one's yours. Yes. Too much freaking cardio, everybody. <laughs> cardio is, you know, it's fabulous. Don't get me wrong. Adding cardio into, you know, your workout routine, you know, 15, 20 minutes after your workout, three to four times a week. So, so great. But if you are doing too much cardio, if you are killing yourself on the stairs, if you're killing yourself on the treadmill it is a very inefficient way to approach your goal. The more cardio you do to try and burn fat, you know, the better your body gets at the cardiovascular exercise that you're doing. So that means it's burning less calories for the same distance and time that you're actually, you know, running or doing the stairs or anything like that. So with that being said, you have to spend more time doing more cardio to burn more calories. So your friggin' ass is going to be on that treadmill for friggin' hours. You know what I mean? Like it's just too much freaking cardio, spend time getting stronger and controlling your calorie intake. You'll save a whole bunch of time. We know everyone is freaking busy enough. Life is freaking busy. The last thing we want to be doing is spending an hour plus on the freaking treadmill. Um, you know, you'll actually get stronger while losing your body fat and that this is going to give you a much better look overall. You'll, you know, hit your goals. Um, you won't hit that plateau. You know, you'll see progress and you'll be managing your time efficiently. We obviously do not want to be doing cardio for hours and hours throughout the week. Too much cardio is a freaking negative. Yeah. Very, very well said. I totally agree. I do happen to love cardio. I know Brittany, you don't love cardio like I do. Cardio? <laughs> I hate it. You guys are crazy. <laughs> I, know. I do love it. Well, I don't love doing it every day, but <laughs> yeah, again, it's so important that your, your cardio like complements what your goals are. And most often the goal that you have probably doesn't require as much cardio as you might think it does at first. Right. Yes. Um, cardio is a really, really useful tool. So using it in accordance to what your coach says, um, which is kind of what Brittany and I were discussing again before this episode today, um, and how important it is to follow the cardio that is prescribed by your coach. Because we all want faster results. That's the reality. I want faster results. You do. Brittany does. Like I know we all wish we could snap our fingers and get the results we want. <laughs> But speaking from experience every single day with my clients, like the the reason I give them a certain amount of cardio or lack of cardio is for a reason, right? Yeah. So if you're doing cardio twice a week, there's a reason for that. And we're either going to increase it or we're going to decrease it or we're going to keep it the same. But there's a reason why you're getting prescribed the amount of cardio that you are getting. And often if we can get away with a little bit less cardio, if you are a relatively active person to begin with, we're not going to bump your cardio up just for the hell of it. And yeah. a lot of the time, especially women seem to think that like more cardio equals better results. <laughs> and so often that's not the case. Now, even myself who like, I love cardio doing too much cardio. It's not only does it like Brittany said, like eat up your time, 
it will increase your cortisol. It is the stress on your body. So yeah. often like waking up to do that fasted cardio and I'm not against fasted cardio, but it'll be more beneficial for you to actually sleep because when you're sleeping yes. <laughs> your your muscles are growing, you're recovering. And it's just so important for your overall stress management, whether that's physical stress, mental stress, or emotional stress. And another thing for most people, there are a few elite exceptions, but it's very easy to overeat as a result of excessive cardio. Mm -hmm. So you might be doing cardio seven days a week, but you're going to be eating that extra in calories because unless you're going like hardcore Stairmaster sprints and jumping, like you don't actually burn that many calories doing cardio compared to what it feels like, right? Yeah. But you could eat that cardio back, not the cardio, but you eat those calories back <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like really, cardio. really quickly, you know? Yeah. yeah. And like another thing too, with like the too much cardio, I promise you, if you are freaking doing seven times a week, six times a week, you're killing your cardio plus your, you know, your weight training and just life, you are going to burn yourself right the shit out. You're yeah. going to burn yourself out. Like you said to the stress levels, cortisol through the freaking roof, like too much cardio is going to run you into the ground if that's something that we're doing consistently. So it's not necessary at all. And definitely, like you said, just do the amount that your coach says, don't go above, don't go under. Just do what your coach says and you will be a fantastic. Mm -hmm. And I think Brittany and I touched on this in a different episode, but keep in mind too, I mean, there is a time and place for more cardio, but keep in mind that the amount of cardio that you are doing, you're going to have to slowly reverse yourself from that, right? So yeah. if you don't want to be doing cardio seven days a week, well, remember <laughs> when you decide to stop, you're going to have to gradually take yourself to five, four, three, two times a week. You can't just like cold turkey. You could, but it's not going to result. It's not going to have great results <laughs> if you just cut it, right? Yeah. So that's why a sustainable approach as you increase cardio, a sustainable approach as you decrease cardio as well. Yeah. So cardio isn't bad. It is not bad. It is, you know, fabulous when you're doing it properly. We don't want too much cardio. You know, it is not a magic solution. It's not a magic pill that you take that will make things happen quicker. Sometimes even doing too much cardio, I think you touched on too, it'll slow down your progress as well. So we just need to, you know, listen to your coach and do the cardio that you have been requested to do. I feel like we might have a few clients listening who are like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Is that me? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. But if you are a client and you're listening, there's nothing wrong with like, no <laughs> extra exercise. You know, if you're going outside yeah, you're going yeah. for a walk, if you're going to play tennis, Perfect. you're going golfing, you're playing hockey. Like it's not like don't do those things. Don't do it. <laughs> too much cardio, right? It's, it's within reason. Yeah. We just don't want you on the treadmill for freaking two hours. <laughs> don't do that. All right. Reason number three, why you might not be seeing results. Again, huge popular one right here is maybe you are following a proper training plan. Yeah. but you're not prioritizing nutrition. Mm -hmm. And you can pick these people out at the gym because they're the people who are at the gym. They're working <laughs> hard. They have good form, but they yeah. never look Ugh. any different. different. Yes. And the thing <laughs> is, so this, I like this story. Um, so Brittany, I'm sure you can relate to this, but if I think back to when I was competing or in 2019, when I did like my last really intense cut, People would see me 
when I was like getting really lean and they'd be like, oh my gosh, you must be training so hard right now. Like, what's your workout plan? What are you doing? Cause you look so like good and lean. And I was like, honestly, like my training plan isn't really that different than it was like six months ago. And my training intensity is probably actually less than it was six months ago because of the deficit that I'm in right now. Yeah. So when you see people who are getting lean in a healthy way, it's likely not due to their actual training plan or training intensity. Like, yes, that is a huge component, but it's due to their nutrition. When I'm in a competition prep, the biggest changes are my nutrition. My training, I train hard 365 days of the year. Like not every day, but like it's a part of my life, right? It's just what I do. I go to the gym, I work hard. Yeah. But it's your nutrition that is going to sculpt your body either by putting muscle on you or putting fat on you or taking fat off or taking muscle off. That's, that is where those changes are actually going to happen is through your nutrition, not necessarily through your training. Yes, you have to train a certain way and you have to have your plan periodized, but the nutrition is the, the big component that's actually going to make a difference on how you look. A hundred percent. I feel like people too, like, obviously I'm not calling anybody out, like whatever, but there's are people out there that, you know, train hard. They go to the gym every single day, but you know, they eat like shit. <laughs> they eat out, you know, they're eating processed foods. And I feel like they're like, okay, well, you know, I'm working out so I can kind of eat whatever I want. Well, unfortunately that's not how we see progress, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, what is the point then of you working your ass off at the gym? If you're just going to, you know, not keep your nutrition, your nutrition in check, like what's the point, like working your ass off every single day at the gym, but your nutrition is off. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and this might trigger some people, but there are people who go, yeah, but like, I don't care about that because I just want to eat like good food. What I, I love good food. And by good food, yeah. they typically will mean shitty processed food. And yeah. I get that it tastes good and it's delicious, whatever. But yeah. if that's you, you are lying to yourself. <laughs> yeah. You are because who the fuck doesn't want results? Like, I know. And I'm like, like what's the freaking has, point? Yeah. Not everyone has the same goals. Not everyone's yeah. goal is to get shredded. But like, yeah, you want to look better, right? Like everyone yeah. wants to look better in terms of what better is for them. No one wants to go to the gym to look worse. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Right? <laughs> And like, you don't have to like, you know, forever say goodbye to, you know, the good foods. Like I indulge, I still eat foods that I freaking like, I still eat what I want, you know, but everything in freaking moderation. And then like, it's like that 80, 20, you know, it's like 80% kicking ass, eat well, go to the gym, work out. And then that 20% is when you, you know, you can enjoy and enjoy those foods and, you know, you can have a drink and, you know, do these things like everything in moderation, but we have to keep that nutrition in check. Yes. And there are seasons, just like in business, there's seasons and busy seasons and slower seasons. There's seasons in your fitness journey as well. There's going to be times where, like Brittany just said, like most of the time, I would say balance is so, so, so important. But it's okay to have times where you are more restrictive with your diet. Of course, I don't mean like crazy restriction, but it's okay to cut out alcohol for a certain period of time if it doesn't serve your goals at that point. It's okay to cut out ice cream if it doesn't serve you at that point. Mm-hmm. It's also okay to include it when it does. Yeah. All right. Let's head on to the fourth reason why you might not be seeing results. Brittany, what is it? Lack of consistency. You really seriously need to ask yourself if you're giving it your best effort. And this goes with any, anything you're working towards, but definitely, obviously in this case, our fitness journeys, 
you know, your best effort with your focus, your best effort with your energy and your time. That's so it's why it's so great. Like to be a part of a program because you're, you know, six to eight consistent weeks on a program. There's going to be some progress. You should be seeing some progress. If you haven't given it that long or been that consistent, then you're not being patient enough and you're not, you know, working hard enough. Are you approaching your goal from, you know, like a comprehensive perspective? You know, it's never just one thing. It's not the diet, the training, the cardio, the supplements, the hydration, your sleep, stress, whatever. It's everything in combination. If just one of those are off, it's going to affect those results. So really don't get frustrated. You're just going to have to get to the root of the issue. So do what you know needs to be done to achieve your goals, no matter how you're feeling at any given moment. The bigger picture really is going to depend on your consistency over time. And if you can continue to make those good decisions day after day, tracking your calories, you know, eating your vegetables, exercising, you know, following your programs, you will become the person that you want to become and you will see your progress. Consistency doesn't mean perfection. It just means showing up for yourself, even if yesterday was not your best. Yeah. Well said. I love that. I love that. And another thing is just being honest with yourself. Like, yes, (laughs) I feel like the the biggest problem is when you're giving 70% and you're expecting 100% of the results, right? Yeah. Because 70% is a lot to give. So you feel like you really should be getting back 100. But be honest with yourself. Where are you lacking with your consistency? And where can you improve? And are you being like consistent 70% of you? Like, are you giving 70% consistently? Or are you giving 100% consistently? And be honest with yourself. Because if you're giving 70%, you can expect 70% back. Yeah. If you're giving... And that's fine. If you if that's what your goal is, if your goal is 70%, then that's perfect. You're right on track. But if your goal is hundred percent, you can't be giving any less than hundred percent. Yeah. And like I said too, and like, you know, we don't there, cause there's no such thing. We don't have to be perfect. We don't have to, you know, be perfect every single day. And you know, it's not going to happen. Like it is what it is. We're all human. It's not, you know, but trying. And like you said, showing up for your freaking self every single day. Um, even if yesterday was kind of shit, doesn't mean today has to be shit. It doesn't mean tomorrow has to be shit. Just keep showing up for yourself and working your butt off. I'm like, unfortunately, there is no magic pill where, you know, we can do all the work and it be done, you know, in a week and like you can have that body you want and like all this stuff, right? It's something that it's it's for life. Like these, this is for life when you decide to get into your fitness journey. And it's a life thing. And it's like staying consistent. It's not going to be something that you know, is done in a month. Like this is something that you're going to have to work out, like work for, for, for the rest of your life. If that's what you want, you just have to make sure you are being consistent with it. I agree 100%. All right. Let's head into reason number five. And this one is my favorite. You guys have heard me talk about this one before. <laughs> <laughs> Lifting too heavy. Okay. Yes. So everyone likes to come at me and be like progressive overload, progressive overload, but like, there's no point in progressive overloading anything if you're not doing it right to begin with. Correct. (laughs) You will take yourself backwards. Yeah. So form over everything. Honestly, most of the people listening to this episode, you should probably lighten your weight and focus more on the quality of your rep. If your goal is to build muscle, if your goal is to recomp your body, it doesn't matter 
how much weight you're lifting, what matters is challenging your muscles optimally. Sometimes that is going to mean increasing your weight, but far too often you're increasing your weight before you have earned the right to do it. Mm -hmm. Ego lifting. Everyone does it. (laughs) I've done it. (laughs) (laughs) So if there's even a shred of doubt in your mind, like you need to get professional help. I know that sounds like harsh, but like like, if your form is, if you are not 150% certain that your form is perfect. And I know Brittany just said there is no perfection, but perfect form for you is a thing. Like is a thing, yeah. you need to do it optimally for your body and for your goals. Again, your goals might be different than my goals. So the way you're performing exercises might be different than the way I am, but yeah. you need to learn that and figure that out. So that perfect form becomes your autopilot. And at that point, when you've had years of perfect form for you, then you can increase your weight because perfect form will be autopilot. Yes. But it takes years. Years. Yeah. It's like, it's the same thing. It's like something that it's not going to happen tomorrow, right? Like it's something that you work on like forever (laughs) for years. Mm -hmm. No, I totally agree. And like most of our clients, like, you know, they work out at home. Like they have, you know, not a whole lot of equipment. They have 10 pound dumbbells. They have 15 pound kettlebells, like, you know, resistance bands. And guess what? They're seeing friggin' progress. <laughs> you don't need to have all these, you know, super heavy weights. You don't need to be lifting crazy heavy weights all the time to see progress. You really don't. And like our clients are a perfect example of that. Mm-hmm. And I know that it's mostly women that listen to this podcast, but men are the worst. <laughs> I they know. just try to pick up the heaviest dumbbell and lift it. And they're yeah. doing chest press and they're oh not even using their chest. They're totally and they're grunting and like fucking yelling and throwing weights all over the ground. Like, sir, stop. <laughs> oh my gosh. I try not to be judgy at the gym, but I am. <laughs> I know. But like I, when I was on vacation recently, I saw a guy doing bent over rows, like single arm bent over rows and like moving the weight less than an inch. Right. With, I don't know what the weight was, like probably 90 plus pounds. Like unnecessary. (laughs) And it it just makes me sad. And like, I keep my mouth shut because I feel like it's not my place to tell him what to do. But like that guy has so much potential. If he would cut it down to 40 pound dumbbells and actually move it through more than a fucking inch of a range of motion. I know. No, I see it all the time. We all have those token people at gyms that we go to that that's, that's what they do. (laughs) They just lift heavy shit. They're not really doing anything. You know, they're making the sounds, they're grunting, they're sweating and they're, but are they really doing anything? Like, come on. (laughs) So could you imagine how good their results could be if they actually did it right? Just drop that load. You know what I mean? It's that ego lifting thing. Why are we lifting 90 pounds? Why are we doing, you know, single arm rows with 90 pounds? Like, (laughs) why are we doing that? There, there are people who can do it right, but they've earned oh, yeah. it right. They've put in years of work years. and learned proper form in order to be able years. to do it. Yeah. No, I know. I totally agree. I get it. All right. Take us into reason number six. Reason number six is making things more complicated than they have to be. Way too often, I feel like, I know I get questions. I don't know about you, but getting comments just about silly stuff that, you know, you can tell everyone's overthinking everything because... Obviously, social media doesn't help because shit is all over the place. And, you know, it's easy to get caught into like that cycle of, you know, fasted or fed cardio, you know, which, which fat burner is best? Should I stop eating after six? Does intermediate fasting burn more fat? Does it actually friggin' work? We're 
making things more complicated than they have to be. You know, the same people asking these questions have no idea how much food they're eating. They don't train consistently, but they're expecting to yield these results. What you need to do is focus on the things that matter most. And that's going to have the biggest impact on your progress. You know, getting into a program or meal timing or frequency or, you know, the types and how much, like we just talked about of cardio you're doing, none of that will make a difference or mean anything if you are not training consistently and being in a program, getting stronger and hitting your nutrition targets that, you know, your coach gives you focus on how much you're eating, not so much you know, what time you're eating, get your workout in regardless of your mood or how busy your schedule is. You know, if your motivation is low, good thing, you know, most of our clients and, you know, we're disciplined with our actions, you know, and then stop this too, like looking up supplements online, you know, like the fat burners and shit like that. We don't need that. They're not, you know, they're not going to help. You know, we just need to make sure that we're just training consistently, keep it simple, getting stronger and hitting our nutrition targets. That is a surefire way to get the results, you know, you're working so hard to achieve. Yeah. I don't really have much to add there. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, it's, and it is, it's like the whole social media thing. Like there is so much shit out there that is like, it is overwhelming if you don't know, like anything about the topic. Do you know what I mean? Like the fat burners and like, we see it all the time. And like, I get questions all the time about the fat burners and the fasting and does it burn more fat? And like, should I do faster or fed cardio? It's like all those same questions, but not like, honestly, train consistently, hit your nutrition targets, get yourself into a program that is going to help you see results and stop focusing on, um, you know, the extra shit and you're making stuff too complicated. It's a very simple thing. We just got to start it. (laughs) I agree. And I think the reason that that is such a big thing is because it's so enticing to try to like find that quick (laughs) fix, that magic pill. You know what I mean? Oh, the magic pill. We know it. Especially with with supplements. I still see it. Even in like Facebook groups, someone will post one of those stupid things like, my best friend lost 50 pounds with this thing, Mm -hmm. no exercise. And there'll be like a hundred plus comments of like, oh, message me, message me. I thought it was, I I saw something the other day too, and it made me super freaking sad because I thought it was done and over with, but I saw something on, I think it was on TikTok and it was that stupid shit, the, like the saran wrapping crap. Yeah. Stop. (laughs) Why are we still, why are we still doing that? Yeah. And I I could like lose like this amount of weight in this amount of time. Like it's very short amount of time and it's this and that. And like you said, there was like so many people commenting on it and like, oh, I'm interested. I'm interested. It's like, holy fuck. I think again, another component to that is if you like it and you enjoy it, it can work for you, you know, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't need, it doesn't need to be that way. Like if you like fasted cardio, then that would be the way to go. Mm -hmm. If you don't like fasted cardio, you don't need to do fasted cardio. Like I hate fasted cardio. Can't do it. (laughs) Not a chance. So guess what? I don't do it. I do things that work for me. (laughs) What was the other one I was going to say? Oh, intermittent fasting. So it is definitely not, not at all a requirement to lose fat. Like not not. even the slightest bit, but if you like doing it within reason, I'm not a big fan of like a huge fasting window, but sometimes based on your life, like it might work well for you. You know what I mean? If you're someone who let's say hypothetically has to like catch a bus to site it at three 30 in the morning, and then you have a meeting and then you don't have your first break until like eight. Well, maybe yeah. fasting from like 3 a.m. to 8 in the morning yeah. is going to work for you. 
right? You, you know what I mean? It, it just depends on your life and what works for you and what you like, you know? I don't think only do what you like because sometimes we have to do things we don't like, but <laughs> yeah. a, a big component is just preference and lifestyle. Yeah, for sure. All right. So reason number seven, this is our final reason why you might not be seeing results is lack of accountability. So (laughs) I'm really passionate about this one as well. Um, I I used to do this and there's a few different directions we could take this. But for example, like having an accountability partner is good. Having someone to like push you to go to the gym or a workout partner, like there's nothing wrong with that. But there's like this thing that one of my coaches talks about and he calls it like complaining up versus complaining down. So like Mm -hmm. if you go to your friend and you're like, my glutes aren't growing it's likely that your friend is going to be like, I know it sucks because you put in so much work and they're just not growing, you know? Or if you go to your boyfriend and you're like, oh, my glutes aren't growing. Like, oh yeah, just, I don't know, do some more hip thrusts, right? (laughs) Yeah. Right? So like, but if you go to an educated person, trainer, mentor, coach, whatever that you have hired to help you on your journey, they're going to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Because realistically, you're probably going to want to hear oh, that's okay. Like you're doing really good. Just keep doing it. But like, sometimes you're not doing the right thing. And sometimes I'm going to tell my client, like, no, you need to fucking stop that because that's not right. You need (laughs) to do this thing instead. Yeah. So not having that accountability, not having someone to help you hold yourself to a higher standard and instead pretending that you have accountability because your boyfriend supports you or because your friend (laughs) goes to the gym with you. Like that's not accountability. (laughs) No. No, I totally, I a hundred percent agree with that. Yeah. Like I don't have much to say after that too, because I was perfect. <laughs> and, and when you are paying for someone's services, like you would a mentor, like you would a coach, a trainer, they are yeah. going to tell you what you need to hear to get the result that you're paying them for. Right. Whereas your friend isn't going to give you that same advice not, because yeah. even though they, they might care about you, like you're not paying them. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, it's I mean? true. Like they're, what are they going to like give you, you know, good advice and like take you to the gym and like do it, you know, show you how to do it. No, they're not. They're going to do exactly what you said. Yeah. And, and again, I'm not taking away the value of having an accountability partner to push you, especially at the beginning, but again, having that like next level accountability in terms of check-ins. So you can actually evaluate where yeah. are you right now? What do you need to improve? Because it's, yeah. it's very challenging to do that in your own mind. And when you are in your own life, it's hard to see it from the outside because you're living in it, right? So having that external source, that external accountability from someone who's not living in your life is so, so, so valuable because they see things that you don't see. And like, that's a perfect example, like myself, like, you know, I'm a personal trainer, I'm an online coach, but I have my own coach. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm good at holding myself accountable, but it's that same thing of like having, having somebody that's like not really in my life and like, I have to do check-ins and it's like, it's something that holds me accountable because I do get lost in, in my own fitness journey sometimes just being a personal trainer and coaching everybody else. So it's so great to have that. And she holds me accountable and it's frigging great. It's perfect. So I definitely, everyone should have a frigging coach. <laughs> I agree. And it helps give you direction, which sometimes yeah. I think like I know you and I have kind of a similar personality in which we can get very like caught up in certain things and almost, even though that's great, like almost lose direction. Uh, Oh yeah, no, I've been there (laughs) for sure. Yeah. And it helps keep you focused on 
those smaller goals yeah, as well. Because when you have a, a big goal, um, it can sometimes seem very far away. It can sometimes seem discouraging if you're not getting as yeah. quick of results as you might have expected or as you might want. So having another person to be like, hey, well, look at XYZ that you did here. And in our own brain, we get very caught up in focusing on the things that we're not doing right or the results that we're not getting instead of sometimes looking for those those results that we are getting from a different perspective. Yeah, no, definitely. All right. So that is our seven reasons why you might not be seeing results. Brittany, do you have anything else you want to add before we end off today's episode? No, that was perfect. We went over a lot of good, good stuff. So that was great. Awesome. So if you got some value, if you guys enjoyed this episode, go ahead and take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram story. Let us know that you're listening. If ever there's any topics you want us to cover, feel free to just shoot us a message. Um, You can find me at Nyfina and Brittany, what's your handle? Uh, At B Burgess. Perfect. We'll have those linked in the show notes. Thank you guys so much for listening. Amazing. Thanks guys. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Beyond the Body. If you're getting value from the podcast, please don't forget to follow, rate, and review. It really goes a long way. And if you're ready to take your mind and body to the next level and you want to work closely with me and my team, head over to my Instagram page at Nyfina and tap the link in my bio to fill in a coaching application to see if Cut and Conquer can help you transform your life. 